So let's find our, our posture, settle into our posture for this uh, half hour meditation together. Making any adjustments that are needed so that the body is as supported and stable and steady as possible. As you do that, the awareness already invited into the body. Inviting it even more deeply, more fully, to the contact areas of the body with the seat and the body with the ground. Using the sensations of a contact to gather, to collect the attention and the awareness into the body. And then gently inviting the awareness to open from the sensations of contact, from the rootedness in the support of the seat and the floor, opening and the awareness expanding through the body. Doing this gently, sensitively, it's inviting the awareness to spread, to open, to expand, and to fill up the whole body space.
awareness filling up the whole body and having a sense of the whole body sitting here present alive and sensitive And so we'll take a few minutes to just establish this awareness in the body and this receptive, sensitive quality to the awareness. can be helpful as we do this to open to the field of sound with uh, emphasis on receptivity. Awareness wide and open, receiving sound, letting sound arise and be known. Letting it also change and pass in its time. And at this point, we're gathering, we're collecting, we're calming. So we're just attending to the sounds as they arise and pass through the field of awareness in the body. Emphasizing receptivity, emphasizing spaciousness. Still tuning into a wide awareness, wide field of awareness in the body. Tuning into the hearing and the arising of sound, the knowing of sound, the receiving of sound. We're just going to bring in this interest in the Vedana of sound, noticing as you 
listen. What's the Vedana just dropping in? That question, not reaching out for an answer. Nothing comes, that's okay. Just dropping that in. What's the Vedana of this sound? Tuning in to that level of experience when you notice the Vedana, gently staying with it. And the kind of wideness of the awareness is really helpful here. Because we don't want to latch on to the Vedana, we just want to listen for it. Want to know it, receive it. We also want to see if it changes. Maybe it changes as the sound changes. Maybe it changes as we bring interest to it. Let's just see. If the Vedana changes, if the sound changes or disappears, it's not a problem, we're still hearing. And another sound will arise and with that too, bringing in the inquiry, what's the Vedana? What happens when I just gently bring interest to the Vedana? Let the attention rest with the Vedana. Whether it's pleasant or unpleasant, or not particularly one or the other. What happens? Let's see.
Expanding now from the hearing to the body sensations. They too have a Vedana, so we might begin with the sense of the whole body. Noticing if there's a Vedana present right now, the experience of the whole body. And keeping the sense of awareness wide and open in the body. Just letting the awareness flow down the body from the top of the head. Just opening to the Vedana of different sensations. So we can either just flow down and notice what sensations kind of draw our attention. And then listen to the Vedana. And we can also intentionally bring attention to different parts of the body and explore the Vedana there. Perhaps what's the Vedana in the face? Or the back of the neck? What's the Vedana of the inside of the elbows? So you don't need to move at that speed, which I just kind of went through as I was giving examples. Just opening to different sensations, different types of Vedana that arise, different areas of the body. And then stay, stay with a particular Vedana. For as long as the sensation is present, staying open, relaxed, sensitive, receptive, and interested.
Does the Vedana change? So we're using body or sound as the main anchor for the practice. Just exploring the Vedana of different experience, different sense experience. Noticing if and when and how the Vedana changes. In moments of distraction, when you find that the mind has moved away from the body or the sounds, take a moment to notice the Vedana of that. It's the Vedana right now. It's the Vedana of a distracted mind. What's the Vedana of whatever is distracting? And come back to the body, softening and opening a space of awareness in the body. Opening to the Vedana of sound or of body sensations.
the Vedana, the sound or a body sensation arises with some intensity. It's an opportunity to notice that inclination, that momentum being propelled from the sensation or the sound into desire, further, pleasant, aversion to the unpleasant, disconnection and zoning out with the uneventful. Just take some time to feel it and notice what happens when you bring interest to this process. Does it change? What happens if we allow the unpleasant to be? What happens if we enjoy the pleasant while staying spacious and open and relaxed? What happens when we bring interest to the uneventful? So much to explore.
In a little while, when the bell rings, what's the fate of that? And you bring interest. Can you stay tuned in, curious to this unfolding, this level of experience, the Vedana, as perhaps you move or open the eyes once you've heard the bell? There's always no rush to come out of a meditation. So a few suggestions for our practice this week. And these will be sent to you, but you may have seen next week that my style is not always easy to understand. So you might want to take your own notes as well. So um, with the formal practice, I would say continue with at least 20 minutes regularly either walking, standing, sitting, or lying down, according to what is useful for you. And then you can choose whether you uh, continue with the staying at contact practice or you begin to incorporate Vedana practice. Yes, your choice. You may feel like the contact is quite fruitful, you want to give it more time. Um, You may feel like, yeah, it's very fruitful, I'll come back to it and I'll explore Vedana this week Um, or do part of the week with one, part of the week with the other, whatever feels more helpful. And of course, you can use the guided meditation um, from the guided meditations, the recordings from the course or uh, practice independently or use other recordings, whatever is useful for you. And beyond formal practice, yeah, some possibilities, yeah, working with Vedana. Um, so either just tuning in to the presence of Vedana, yeah, like we were doing at the beginning of the practice just now, just what's the Vedana of this? Yeah, just opening up to that. Um, and then also we can bring in the noticing if and how the Vedana changes. Yeah, 
if and how it changes. So these are two possibilities that can be both included or you can focus on one more than on the other. And you can do that with any sense door. Uh, but like with the contact, for most of us, sounds um, and uh, body sensations are uh, the most accessible and the least um, entangling. Yeah, But you may have already found or you may find that for you, it's sights or taste um, or smell that works well, or even the mind. Yeah, those sticky, tricky thoughts. So kind of always the always the guideline is trust your own experience. Yeah. And then if I said that part, I have to say the other half. This is a Dzogchen quote and keep refining your view. <laughs> so trust your experience, but don't stand still. Yeah. Keep, you know, stay interested. Yeah. Stay, keep the practice alive. And so we can also uh, notice any contraction or um, escalation that arises with particular Vedana. So how does, you know, what's the process? What does it feel like with the unpleasant? What does it feel like with the pleasant? What does it feel like um, with the uneventful? Do I have a tendency towards one of these more? Do I tend to notice the unpleasant more? Do I tend to notice the pleasant more? Or, and this is a difficult one, but we can find it by way of omission, actually where I find myself most in the uneventful. And you can notice if you tend to zone out a lot or space out a lot or have this looking for something, yeah, a lot, then that's probably where you tend to land, yeah, a lot of the time. So just noticing, it's not about fixing ourselves, it's just, ah, what's what's the tendency? And then, just out of interest, just out of curiosity, just out of playfulness, can I intentionally open to the other Vedanas? So if I have a tendency towards the unpleasant, to notice the unpleasant, can I notice somewhere that feels pleasant? That's another way of stopping the escalation and changing the habits. So remembering, you know, here's where we remember, this is dependently arising. So how I relate, yeah, where I turn my attention shapes the experience. How does it impact experience? And then both in the formal practice and beyond the formal practice, you know, when there's already, when you're already on that papancha train, yeah, the train of proliferation, the train of escalation, yeah, and you're already on it. You didn't even know. This is the great thing about the Papancha train. You didn't even buy a ticket. Suddenly you're on it. Yeah. And you find yourself on it. Yeah. Can you remember that get out of jail card in your pocket? Even if you're wearing clothes without pockets, you got it in your pocket. Yeah. Can you remember and just ask, what's the Vedana? of the experience right now and see what happens, noticing the impact. And what's sometimes what's the Vedana of something else? So I'm caught up in this loop. Yeah. What happens if I notice the Vedana of something else that's not that loop? The Vedana of the feet on the ground. 
the Vedana of the breath, the Vedana of the air and the skin, the Vedana of the sky, looking at the sky. What happens when I turn to that? What happens when we remember, yeah, and this is kind of bringing in the understanding or the practice of impermanence of the Nietzsche, remembering this is the Vedana right now, but it's changing, yeah? And sometimes we can really use our memory here. I can say, you know, this very same thing, this very same experience, that had a different Vedana at a different time, and it will have a different Vedana at a different time. And that helps us remember that that things change, that they're not fixed. Opens up the vista, opens up the space. So there's quite a lot there. And like last week, don't do it all, yeah, unless you really want to, and it's helpful. (laughs) But it's fine to just choose one thing, two things and play with them for a week. Um, and equally, do none of them and find your own. Yeah. As we've heard, yeah, there's been there's a lot of, of wisdom and creativity um, here. So that's it from, uh, from me with uh, the teachings, the practice, the guidelines for this week.